Welcome to Over the Thread. I'm Mary. And I am Taylor. And this episode today, we're going to be interviewing Silver Odish, who happens to be my boyfriend. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, yeah, he talks about his life, tells his story. Um, and it's a, it's a fun listen because, I, as you will find out, I actually don't really speak during this. Um, <laughs> so um, Taylor does conduct the interview. I do. Um, and I I think it it's a really good insight to a different I don't know how would you say like a different life um, yeah and it's, it was a good conversation really good conversation um, if you guys are interested in how different people um, live in different countries um, this will be really interesting for you um, we we talk about uh, faith we talk about um, immigration we talk about a lot of different things really interesting um so i feel like for anyone who's just i don't know overall just kind of curious about that whole process and just like what it's like um if you like to travel um this will be interesting for you i know for me i'm a traveler so i always like learning about different places and different cultures so um it's a really cool insight on um the country of iraq and uh my boyfriend so so that's exciting (laughs) yeah well I guess without a further ado, on to the actual show. Yeah. All right. Silver, it's good to have you on the podcast. This Thank is, you. This is really weird though, because like we've never Woo! we've never done a podcast before, so <laughs> special. I mean, I've yeah, never done it. It's his first time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a pleasure. Thank you guys for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, happy to have you. So, so we invited you on the podcast. Okay, well, first, first, <laughs> explain who you are <laughs> in, okay. in a very short synopsis. Nice. <laughs> what is our relationship? Cool. So, um, I'm originally from Iraq, and my name is Silver, um, Taylor's good, boyfriend. It's a good start. There we go. <laughs> so she invited me here, and like, um, they wanted to hear um, my story. Even though Taylor have heard it before, but um, many times, yeah. that's okay. We want the listeners to listen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why I was like excited <laughs> to do this, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and I'm so. very curious too. Yeah. So. so okay, so the reason why we invited you on, well, as you said, to to talk about your story, um, particularly because I think it's uh, first of all inspiring, and secondly, just to really like, it's. It kind of, I feel like people can relate to it in different ways. They may not have experienced the same things, but I think that people mm-hmm. would get a lot out of it. Um, <clears throat> and it's kind of like, I, I mean, I hope that it motivates people um, that like nothing can stop them from pursuing their dreams mm-hmm. and getting to and where I they want to go. I hope it will be like a blessing to yeah. so many people. Absolutely. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's an interesting story it's so a, it's an interesting story so i mean i don't want to start jumping into questions i'd rather you just uh start it start to finish and then i'll chime in with questions because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a it's a good narrative you guys just need to like listen to the story so yeah yeah so go ahead me <laughs> yeah your turn <laughs> i i pretty much said what i had to say for now um but do you what <laughs> So, so, okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, okay, let me set you up. Um, okay, so you said you're from Iraq. Uh-huh. All right. 
Um, we are now in the States, so clearly you got here somehow. <laughs> do you want to explain, yeah. do you want to explain, um, how, okay. like kind of how you got here? I understand um, what, what are the events now. that kind of led up to like you getting here? Cause it's a journey story. So, um, yeah. Okay. So now I got what you meant. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I was born in Iraq, ra- born and raised in Iraq. And, um, so I was, um, I lived in Iraq for 12 years um it's a long story it's, <laughs> it's okay um, we got time we have an hour yeah. podcast <clears throat> i was with, living with my family and then um in 2004 um when the war started um my dad was kidnapped and he was murdered and after my dad's um, death my oldest brother died in cancer um when he saw my dad dead he he was shocked and he got cancer in his right uh, knee so we took him to the doctors and they couldn't do anything so they had to cut off his leg um and then he was feeling better but like later on um it just like it went on like the cancer didn't stop and um after my dad's death in eight months uh, he died too um <clears throat> so it was like rough like really rough for my family and i and especially like at that time um like i said i was 12 years old and when this happened i was i was questioning god like why why is this happening to us like what what have we done wrong um so like i didn't get an answer i was just like asking like as what i believed um and then it just like my life kept going and like i was living my life like a normal person didn't really care about god um but then later on um we decided to move to syria um and why did you move to syria do you explain to people why yeah just because it was rough in iraq and especially for my mom um the house that we had in iraq um my dad and my brother um they they built it and like we all built it like my family but mostly was my dad and my oldest brother so it was like we had so many memories there and like especially my mom when we used to go to school my mom used to stay home by herself and she was just crying like thinking of them and like having all that memories so it was really rough for them for my mom um so that that was one of the reasons we we had to leave iraq and also was hard to live in in iraq because of the war so it was not safe being bombed and things yeah (laughs) Uh, and then we moved to syria um we left everything in iraq we didn't sell the house like furnitures we close on your back right just the clothes on your back yeah pretty much yeah so we, we we moved to syria stayed there um we applied through United Nation um, to come to the U.S. That was our dream, actually, to come to America. <laughs> so uh, when we applied and everything, we also applied for Australia. We were like, whatever like happens, whether this or that, um, we just want to leave Middle East. It's not safe anymore. So uh, our application to Australia was denied. And then for the U.S., didn't get a call back at all. Um, then we were just working 
my brother and I um, trying to um, help financially uh, and then for like two years we didn't get a call um, like from the UN and then uh, my mom and my sister started going um, to a church um, there was a brother that my mom was like struggling with like depression and and stuff because she has been through a lot um, they they went there they were trying to like figure out what what they can do so we can uh, lo like move to somewhere else um, my mom and my sister went to a doctor um, the doctor said I can't do anything like all I can do is like you can just go to the brother there and that that brother can help you out um, and they were like what what can he help us with it was like you can just go there and share your story <clears throat> so they went there and my mom and my sister asked them like um, how can you help us like this this is what happened to us and it was like okay just share your story with me he start sharing the story uh, my mom's story everybody um, they start sharing the story with with them and then um, all he said he start opening the Bible and reading verses from the Bible and my sister and my mom were like they didn't tell the guy but they were just like having thoughts like we don't want to hear like about God we just wanna move somewhere else and then <laughs> like they just kept going there to the brother but like they didn't want to hear about God all they wanted to do is just like have something that can get us out of Syria and just go to like somewhere else especially um, America uh, but then he invited them for a Bible study um, they said yeah we will go they they kept going and my mom was like no we're not we're not gonna go there like they have different beliefs and we don't want to do that anymore uh, but then every single Friday that used to come, my mom used to tell my sister, you know what, let's try it again and see what happens. <laughs> so they just kept going. And then the last Friday of the Bible study that they had, uh, my mom and my sister went there um, and talked to my brother that um, there is someone that is talking to them about God. And my brother was like, uh, well, like we have our beliefs and like we know better than them. And my mom told them, like, you can't come and see and, like, talk to him and see what, what you can do if, like, if you're right or he's right. And he said, okay, I'm going to come with you guys. So he went there, and the guy started talking to him, like, about God. And <clears throat> and he's, he asked him a question. Um, what is the wage of sin? My brother didn't say anything. He didn't know what, like, what was the answer. He said, I don't know. Um, he said... Uh, the Bible says the wage of sin is death. And my brother said, oh, is that, what it, is that what it is? He said, yeah. So, but then later when my mom, when the Bible study finished, my mom asked him, uh, what happened? He didn't say anything. He was like, what can I say? Everything he was saying was right. Like he was just speaking like to me from the Bible. And then they said, yeah. So after that, um, they said, um, we're just going to give our lives to Jesus, and he's the only Savior. And then when they came back home, they talked uh, to me and my uh, younger brother. 
um, and then I accepted Christ to my youngest brother. So after this, this was like after two years in Syria. So once we accepted Christ, um, we got a call from the um, airport from the UN um, that we how got accepted. How many months later? To give people perspective, how, how or how how soon after? Oh, uh, like. Probably a month or something. A month. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and then we were like, okay, thank God we praised God. Like, like we never thought that we were going to get a call because it's, it's been two years already. And our story was was true. But, and also there were like so many uh, families that went there, like came to Syria and then they, they got accepted to somewhere else, like for in six months. Which was like, why is that happening and not us? Like, so there were some questions, but um, when 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 we got a call, we went there and like, um, we got ex- they said we got accepted and we had to keep going for like a couple more appointments, and then we kept going and after like two months, uh, we were in America. After we accepted Christ. Yeah. So that that was like amazing, um, but when we came here in America, um, like in Iraq, uh, I was living in a small village, and then imagine like from a moving from a small village to like a big city like San Diego. <laughs> so several million people. Yeah. yeah, and like the the hardest thing that I struggled with it was language. I didn't speak English, so um, when I went to school, I was like, "How am I gonna speak? Like, <laughs> how am I, how am I gonna be able to communicate with other people? You know?" So it was rough at the beginning, and then, and I didn't even imagine that I could like speak it at all, even if I go to school. But, like when I when I kept going to school, and I kind of felt like I was l- learning, and now. Here I am. <laughs> now here kinda, he is. He's fluent. Kind of speaking English. Not really, but uh, he, I try. <laughs> he, there's some phrases that you say wrong, but then again, that's yeah. Mary too. <laughs> 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 no excuse, Mary. Nice yeah. call out. Jeez. Well, that's good to know. I know. I know. Yeah. So I don't feel embarrassed when I struggle with phrases. So, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, clearly. It um, is a lot. I was trying to make it as yeah, short as I could. No, I mean, y- <laughs> you don't have to, like, condense it too much. But um, <clears throat> I think what a lot of people want to know kind of is, like, how, like, when things were really tough when you were in, I mean, r- like, r- let's say, like, right after, like, losing losing your dad and then yeah. having to flee kind of like what was what was something that kind of kept you guys like strong together as a family unit because i yeah. feel like when these sorts of things happen it can either make or can break a family so True. what what sort of things did you mm-hmm. do to, to get through that so that's a good question it was kind of it was kind of before i mean it's before you had you know your faith it's yeah before. that was before so <clears throat> Uh, how I was raised in my house, we were like a strong family that we were like. Um, how many? How many of them? How many people are there in your family? So were there in your family and now? We were 
um, total seven yeah. with my dad and my oldest brother. But now we're five. Still a lot of people, guys. <laughs> it's a lot of people. <laughs> well, we're blessed. What, uh, what's yo? You are. Yeah. How, what's the age difference between the siblings? So, uh, my sister is the oldest. Um, she's twenty eight. And then my oldest brother is 26, and I'm 25. So old. I am <laughs> so old. I have gray hair. <laughs> he actually I does could. have. He has two gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then my, my youngest brother is 23 now. So we're, like, close in ages. Um, yeah, so what what kept us like together like strong was that that's the way we were raised and like we never really trusted other people except like us like my family you know cuz there were even like my um my dad's family like they were most most of the time they were against us so like we couldn't really trust other people except us like my own family mm-hmm. Um, so when this happened to my dad and my brother, we said that we're not gonna, like, split, we, we'll always, like, be together, um, like, cause we love, we love, um, one another so much, and we care about, uh, one another so much, so what we did, it was just, like, my other, my brother and I, um, my older brother, uh, we start working, um, um, as a... Uh, carpenter which yeah, is yeah how, and how how young were you when you got I your first 12, job i was 12 years old when 12, i was doing this guys can you okay just for perspective when i was 12 years old i was playing with like toys okay <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was playing like sports like you know it i don't know that just blows my mind anyways continue yeah. so that's that's what i did carpenter when i was 12 years old and i was working really hard to um, provide for my family um and absolutely i i'm thankful for my brother too he was helping um and even when we moved to syria um my brother and i were working um my mom and my sister um sometimes they used to work um but my younger brother um went to school in syria because we didn't really want him to to quit. He like uh, it was better for him to study. <clears throat> so when we came here um in America, um we I had to go to school um and my younger brother <laughs> had to, to go to school. Um my sister was going to college and my older brother too. But the only person that was working for like 3 years maybe was my older brother. But he went to school, right? Yeah, I was going to school. But so he's he, working and going to school yeah. and providing for the family somehow. Mm-hmm. It was just him. Yeah. Like, believe it or not, we didn't really needed anybody like to help us. We're like so thankful. Like we were feeling that God was with us like in every single moment of our lives. So and that's why like I always tell Taylor <laughs> that I'm not afraid of anything. Like I'm not like I have no fears. Like whether it's financially or like whatever. It's just like I know that God is there and he always ha- like has my back. And that's what it says in the scripture that I, God said, um, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So that's that's kind <laughs> of what I've been through. Do you want do you want to explain um, how you 
you got chosen to because this is an interesting story um how you got chosen to go to san diego oh yeah slash like and then like and then kind of explain like the flying flying here and like getting settled in um with certain people that helped you out with that yeah um so at first we were supposed to move to michigan well so there's Sorry, I'm gonna preface this. There's two. There's two like main sanctuary. They're called like sanctuary states. Is that what it's called? It's basically um, the main areas where refugees can go. And I don't know if it's specifically it's not, Middle East. No, it's not. No, like you can't go in any part of like no. the U.S. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there are. Just they like are the main sanctuary where, cities. Like where you, where you have people that can sponsor you. Okay, see, so that's well, what it yeah. is. But generally so. speaking, it's kind of those two areas. Well, I'm not sure, but like, cause we, I had my uncle in in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I have two uncles, and actually, I have now um, one here in the U.S. Cause one of one of my uncle died recently. Um, so one of my uncle was in Michigan, and the other one was in San Diego. So we were supposed to go to Michigan, but like when they called him, uh, my, my uncle that is in Michigan, he didn't answer his phone. So what they did, they called my other uncle who was here in San Diego. Um, he answered, and when they talked to him, will you sponsor your like your sister's family? Um, he said, yeah. So they called us, and then they said, you guys are going to San Diego instead. We're like, okay, we just want to go. They didn't know how much of a bowl they dodged. Sorry, Michigan people, but it's freezing <laughs> over there. <laughs> it is freezing, and I'm actually like so thankful that I'm here, and I love San Diego, like the weather, like beaches and everything literally like we have so much here yeah. <laughs> we're spoiled here we're very Guys, spoiled here we're spoiled. We're very spoiled so yeah and the flight was like just oh, i think like a normal flight it's just like his first time flying yeah it was my first time ever flying um we just like once we got accepted it's just like you just go to the airport and like it's it's done. It's fast. Yeah, it's fast, <laughs> but like what happened is it's really funny. Um, I I don't think I've told anybody about this. So when when we went to the airport, like we've got everything like done, like all set all to go. All paperwork good. Yeah. yeah. So we went there. Um, to the airport, like there's some some guy like on the desk that like get us through like, as if it's like inspection and stuff. Yeah um security yeah and then he said oh where are the papers there were like some like random papers that we got them like since we entered syria and like those like i don't i don't even remember oh, your papers like, when you first came and immigrated yeah, like, to syria yeah okay so and he was like w- do you have them and my mom like literally froze because those those papers she threw them away (laughs) and she literally froze like we were like are you for real the guy literally laughed and he was like i'm just kidding (laughs) that's so mean wow like literally we thought like we got to this point and now we're just going back (laughs) and we got rid of everything oh god like um, thank god that was a joke <laughs> a lesson to those who are yeah and just in general don't throw away papers that are semi-important yeah <laughs> just yeah. don't even if you think you don't need them just don't do True. it 
to him. Yeah. I've like, almost thrown away a visa before. That was stupid. A visa? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. It's bad. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sketchy. So. Wow. So once you got into the States, how, how was it, like, transitioning? Because, I mean, like, you didn't know English. Yeah. The only person who knew English was your sister. My sister. And she's the one who helped us get, like, through the airports. Like, she was talking to the, like, r- random people Which that, I, like, where to go and, like, how, that's how. How would they expect you to be able to do that? I guess they have to... Oh, well, they they usually send us someone with oh. us, like, that is waiting, like, any airport that we were supposed uh-huh. to go in. And that, that person is supposed to lead us through. Got it. But, like, sometimes we didn't see that person. We're like, I, we can't see, like, well, what are we going to do? Hmm. so and then my sister had to like get us through hmm. which yeah interesting thankful she she spoke english before <laughs> critical yeah she didn't know it was gonna be that critical until you need to use it mm-hmm. yeah and then once you got to san diego like what was it like transitioning into this sort of society and then having to go to school and not knowing any of the language like what did you do to I mean obviously you you kind of touched on it a little bit but like what did you do to like get yourself up to speed and like um like what motivated you to to get going (laughs) (laughs) survival (laughs) literally that's what it is it's like surviving like I thought of it if I'm not gonna speak English like how the heck am I not work like you know to do something I have to speak it so when I when I went to school I I tried my best like even though sometimes in high school like but you guys don't do it if you're in high school (laughs) like I was like kind of playing around and like not (laughs) taking it seriously but um what kind of motivated me was more soccer Mm. because like on a I was in a soccer team and like if I don't have good grades, I won't be able to play. So I was pushing myself, like, <laughs> to have good grades and, like, um, study so I can be able to play those games. So even, like, in math, <laughs> the first quarter I had, I got an F. Uh-uh. Then my coach didn't let me play. He only play- made me play one game, which was, like, an, uh, a bummer for me because <laughs> I wanted to play. And... He said, like, it's not on him. It's, like, on me. If I have good grades, then I'll be able to play. And that's what I did. I was, like, I'm going to push myself forward and, like, to be able to get good grades and so I can be able to play soccer. And I think that was one of the things, soccer, what made mm. me push myself and be able to speak and, like, study. That's good. That's a very good segue into the next segment, which is soccer. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about soccer? <laughs> Where and um, <clears throat> kind of what were your what were your career goals with soccer? What was, um, kind of explain that that part of your life because I'm pretty sure people don't know. Yeah. Or they well, they wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> unless they know you, there's some yeah, there's some followers out there. There's some YouTube followers yeah. out there. Um. Well. <clears throat> First of all, when I was um, two years old, I started playing soccer. Um, even though, like, it's it's unbelievable. Like, like people be like, how the heck do you play soccer? And, like, so 
I'm not sure if I literally played soccer, but like what my mom said, when I was two years old, I saw the soccer ball and I never left it. <laughs> and I just kept playing soccer. So I just, I, I grew up with soccer and I was just literally playing it every single day, every single day. And when I didn't have school, <laughs> I was playing soccer like from 9 a.m. till 10 p.m. All I had to do is just like have breakfast, go back home, have lunch, and then go back play soccer, come back home for for <laughs> dinner. That was my life. It's Literally. still his life. Also, <laughs> he hasn't grown up. Just FYI. <laughs> it can't be. I have to work now. I have school. I have work. Oh, uh-huh. but. <laughs> <clears throat> So, but then I kept playing soccer like so much and I just fell in love with it. And even till now, I just, I, I just love playing soccer so much and even to watch it. By the way, I'm a Barca fan. So, mm. <laughs> just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Messy. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, even when I came here, I didn't really play in leagues back uh, in Iraq. But when I came here, I started playing in leagues. Um, what kind of leagues? Like um, when I went to school, I mm-hmm. played soccer in school. And then I played um, on Sunday, Sunday leagues or like Tuesday leagues. Um, I played in college. And oh, kind of like I came so close to my dream. Um, I was accepted to play for the LA Galaxy soccer team, MLS. But because I got injured they said that they can't take me anymore so he tried out made it and this is out of over 500 530 people people. and he made it um he got injured in the tryout said hey um they said hey we'd love to have you um can you practice now and he said i'm actually injured would it be all right if we like held it off another week and then they said nope but they yeah. said okay, and then they said nope later. Yeah, and like, they Sorry, called we can't me back you. later. They said the other coaching staff decided to not um, take me anymore because my injury was a big factor for them. Mm-hmm. Do you do you want to explain? Because I mean that's another another wall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of like, you you know you you come to the U.S. You have all these big dreams, yeah. and it's not as easy as you think it's gonna be. Um, what did you do to, uh, like, what did you do, like, after that? Like, what were, what was kind of your mindset? Um, like, how did you get kind of back into it to where, you know, you're, you're playing again? Yeah, um, (laughs) so what happens when this, like, I, like, kind of, my dream was taken away from me. Um, I didn't really feel bad. I was, like, kind of upset and not upset at the same time. Because first, it's like, that was my only dream that I wanted to do. And once it was taken out, I also trusted God with it. I was like, if it's not now, probably then. And if it's not then, it's whatever plan you have for me, I'm accepting it. Because I trust God with whatever, like with my whole life. So, but what kept me going is like, even if I'm not going to be accepted, like to play for a pro team, I can still play for fun. Like I can enjoy myself because I love playing soccer. And it's fun. And even if I'm playing it with friends, it's like, it's so much fun, you know? Just like, you know, playing any kind of games. If, if it's like laser tag or <laughs> pool table or anything else, you know? <laughs> but like, I enjoy it the most, you know? Mm-hmm. Soccer's like, 
the most thing that I love to do. So, so it's kind of well, case what I'm getting at, or this is what I'm I'm getting from that is kind of like your main goal. Obviously, you want to pursue your dreams, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, you want to just enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So whether that be playing a professional <laughs> sport or if that's playing pool with a bunch of your guy friends mm-hmm. at some random place. Yeah. <clears throat> so what would you? What sort of advice would you give to somebody who? like has these dreams and is like pretty bummed out about if like doors close like what would you say to that person well what i say is like um whatever that dream that you might have <clears throat> if it didn't happen you always have to have a plan b <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the main thing but like if you still love what you first love to do keep doing it even if it's for fun you know you'll just enjoy it but like if you can have a b plan which is like gonna be like help you with financially then do that too so right like don't don't um you know if you want to be this really famous artist first of all you have to die in order to be famous artist. i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding oh my god i'm so kidding um no no but like if you want to be a famous (laughs) artist like great keep pursuing that keep doing that but what he's saying is, like, if you don't hit it big, if you don't have, like, this big, um, you know, arch, or you don't have, like, people, I don't know, sponsoring you, or you don't have people buying, like, these really big works that you're putting out, um, is not to get discouraged, but to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. But then have a plan B of, like, hey, okay, if I'm not going to be making money from this, how do, then I, how do I then make money, but I'm still able to do what I want to do? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that could mean picking up a job you don't necessarily love, but you're able to still do what you love. Yeah. So I know a lot of times people will say, you know, do what you love, like as your job, which 100% agree with that. But if you, for whatever reason, can't do specifically what you, what you love um, for a career, like you're going to make it work. Just, just have a plan B of like, sure. okay, how yeah. do I get there? So, yeah. And it's like, even with me, like if I'm not going to be a pro soccer, professional soccer, then what I can do like is teach other guys you know like mm-hmm. little kids i can do them that and, I, and if i can see someone that is getting like famous that i um you know uh, taught how to play then that would be a big thing for me you know like i'll be like this guy who i like i used to teach like help him to get like to his dream and now he's there then that would be like like so much joy like inside of me you know so like just do what you love to do like like you said and always have a plan b (laughs) for your life well you said it first so well yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't give me that much credit (laughs) i am a reporter here i'm just kidding um cool uh mary uh i've been basically taking over the podcast do you have any questions no you're good questions for him oh (laughs) um wrong answer (laughs) no oh no wrong answer oh gosh so it's super funny we are um it's a little it's a little bit janky right now is this not we we both have so i found a splitter but um unfortunately i didn't have two pairs of headphones that worked so we're both sharing a headphone (laughs) and if one of us moves our head like the whole thing just comes out Mm -hmm. so that just happened just now um (laughs) anyway Mm -hmm. uh let's see next question how about how about what are you doing right now what is something that's uh what is something that you're passionate about right now besides soccer we we understand that you're continuing to pursue soccer even on the fun level but 
Oh, do you want to explain to people what you're doing? Um, I just found the mic. I'm sorry. Um, what I what you're doing um, this fall in terms of soccer? Do you want to explain to cool. people yeah. about that? Um, so my college coach called me again, and he wanted me to play for him again. Um, I have one more year because I only played one year. Um, so this fall is the soccer season will start, and I'll be playing for the college again. Um, and then from there, I might go somewhere else. I don't know, because the first year I played in uh, in college, a um, couple of universities wanted me to play, um, and they um, offered me a scholarship. But the reason I didn't go was I had to work and um, help my family financially. So, and that's why I said you always have a plan B. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, that's what is happening. Cool. So, okay, so what are you, what are you doing right now then? What is your... What is sort of your creative endeavor as of right now? What's what's happening? <laughs> well, I mean, um, for for a job, I'm just working like a, as a um, Lyft and Uber driver. But what I'm doing as a creative, I'm getting back to um, drawing. And, you know, I used to draw before. And like now that I see my girlfriend Taylor that is drawing <laughs> she draws really good and it's just like kind of making me get back to it and it's and I'm going I'm having an art class too which is so much fun I just love like going to the class because yeah. I just draw and I love drawing so yeah is it your favorite class it is <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer it is, it is definitely going to be the best class yeah. that you will take yeah because I, I love artists, so that's... So, uh, so um, tell us more about, like, how you got into art, because I think that's a cool story you can bring um, your, your uh, well, yeah, brother into. Um, your brother. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you reminded me of that? that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> uh, first of all, I had a friend, too, um, who is now in Michigan, and he is, like, a really good artist um you can guys check him out i don't even you should uh, probably figure out his instagram yeah i want to figure out hold on pause while we find his instagram (laughs) yeah oh it's a narcissist myth okay Okay. i was okay i saw it from like afar i heard i saw like mars yeah if you guys want to check him out okay it's really good (laughs) it's called narcissist underscore myth yeah and uh yeah, he's pretty cool. He does, oh, just fair warning, he does a lot of figure drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're offended by, like, naked people, um, <laughs> just, just know, just know that, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just know that going in. Yeah. No, I, I say this because some people are offended and or really alarmed if they don't know they're getting into that. So yeah. I'm. Yeah, it's true. This is so, <laughs> funny. I mean, he's re- he's really good. It's not just like straight up like naked people. I'm just saying, like, there's some things in there that are yeah. like just straight figure drawing. So so we're um, He's very good. We were like friends since like first grade, and um, we were like so like best friends. Um, we used to like both play soccer and draw at the same time. So sometimes, like, we used to play soccer, sometimes just draw. Um, and we were, like, so into it. And as little kids, we didn't have much to do, you know? Like, we don't have job or, like, responsibilities or any other thing. So that's what we used to do. 
uh, and when I was growing up, um, even my oldest brother who died um, used to draw, and he used to draw really good. So I sometimes used to get jealous of him because he used to draw better than I <laughs> do. Um, so, and I just kept doing that. But later on, I decided to go with soccer because I love playing soccer more. And that's what I was passionate about. But um, even though I don't really practice um, drawing that much, um, I, I, I think I still got it. <clears throat> but I, I need to practice a lot. And um, when I stopped um, drawing, my friend contacted me. Like, we, we, we contact um, not not very often, but um, we still talk. And he tells me, like, get back to drawing and, like, you're good. And he kind of, like, encouraged me to get back to it. And now I feel like I'm back. <laughs> I'm <drawing>. back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So, and I'm actually thinking to um, create an account um, on Instagram for drawing. Yeah, so, guys, if you think that you should, if if you think that he should start an account, you should uh, let us know. Yeah, and you Comment. also can check my Instagram. I have a couple of photos. I still yeah, think yeah. You if you want to, if you want to check, <laughs> if you want to check his Instagram, yeah. it's a, uh, it's just Silver Odish. Yes, Silver Odish is uh, spelled O D I S H. Yes. And silver is just like literally silver. Like the color yeah. silver or yeah. the metal. Metal. Yeah. Silver. Um, even people say it's an interest, interesting name, but what can I do? <laughs> that was my given name. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people ask me, like, did yeah. you change your name or something? I was like, no, that was my given name. And they're like, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, at least they like it. So. True. Yeah. I like my name, my name mm-hmm. anyway. Good. No, but an account would be a, like a really cool way to keep track of progress, also. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah a little. That's what kind of like we do with um the mm-hmm. whole let us draw thing. So yeah, that's kind of cool. See progress and keep yourself yeah. accountable a little yeah. bit. So I mean, I got yeah. Taylor. She's my right hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool that we like both get to draw together like last time we we like she drew me and i drew her like it was really cool you know as draw me like your french girls <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, gosh no, we did not do that <laughs> let me just clarify that did not happen no um no uh do you want to explain do you want to explain your like fun connection with titanic though with your brother and all that <laughs> what yeah all that stuff yeah explain so people um the fun thing about titanic was that um, my oldest brother um looked like jack the actor leonardo so (laughs) um his name his given name was salah but when he watched titanic he really loved the the movie and he loved Leonardo, and that's what he got. Um, Leon, uh, Jack, the Titanic guy, <laughs> um, used to draw, and I think that's what made my brother get into drawing more. And he used to draw, and he used to create a lot of stuff, like for his own like drawing stuff. So it was really interesting, and we, and he said like, "Don't call me Salar anymore. Call me Jack." 
and that's mm-hmm. why we started calling him Jack because he looked like him. Um, and that was something funny uh, about uh, Explain. So I don't know if you want to like expand on this, but I know you talked to me about this. I thought it was kind of cool about like how he used to like make his own tools and stuff, and he had his own like bag and all. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like I said, he was really creative and like. Um, for drawing stuff, he he literally created a bag where he can put his like pencils and erasers, sharpeners, and everything. Like I don't even know how he made it. It's like how how did you get all this stuff? How do you like create this thing? So and he and he created like a big box, like and it was really designed. I can't even describe it how it was, and it was like really designed and he he put a lock in it and like he used to like put all his stuff that he used to draw in, in that box because he didn't want other people to see it <laughs> yeah that's it's really cool that's pretty cool what do you say that he's like one of your i mean besides like some of the friends that you've made is he like one of your biggest inspirations like to get into drawing oh yeah 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 he is that's cool and that, like I said, like from the beginning, I used to get jealous of him. He was like really good draw. Yeah. So that's what that's I. That's how you get better, though. Yeah, but like, uh, I was bad, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like of jealousy of him. So, uh, and I wanted to draw like as he used to draw. But I never, never got that good as he was, um, and I didn't ask for help to help me, so it was just like doing my own stuff my own style (laughs) so yeah that's cool so he is he is actually like i sometimes when i draw and i even talk to my mom like it's only we're the only um uh, people in my family that draw my oldest brother and i like the rest of the family they don't even know like how to draw like they were giving thing. you pointers though when you were asking them. Hmm? They were giving you pointers when you were asking them. They they get I mean it's it's like they could give a point but like they can't, they can't have a pencil like in their it. in their hand and like a draw. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. So. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So so maybe to kind of wrap it up, um, what is one of your like long term goals going into? I guess it could be a long-term goal or it could be like a yearly like goal, like 2018. Like, what do you want to accomplish? 2018? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> if it's 2018, I don't think I could accomplish that much. But uh, I was thinking to be um, to be able to accomplish like my education. But I think mm, this is going to go to like probably 2020. Wow. Oh, probably more. No. Well, depending on your degree plan and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stay in school, kids. That's <laughs> yeah. The, that's the, the I moral. Stopped, I stopped going to school for three years, and, like, I think that was a mistake. It was like, if I didn't stop, I would have been, like, graduated already now. True. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, for 2018, it's maybe just, like, get into, like, drawing more, I think. Mm. Yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. So it's kind of like trying, I mean, it's sort of like trying something new. Yeah, I, guess I mean, even say. even though it's not going to be like that popular, popular f- like from what I'm going to be doing, but like, you know, like you start from the bottom 
whatever you go right now we're here yeah <laughs> we're not there yet <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm quoting something <laughs> yeah yeah so, nice tay <laughs> so, um <laughs> we're trying cool um and any last thoughts mary i'm not very helpful okay. tonight clearly. i do have one last 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 thing um what sort of advice do you have to kids who are it could be kids who are in the States. It could be kids who are in Syria right now. People who are trying to get over to the U.S. What sort of advice would you have to them? Well, um, my advice would be that never give up, like, on whatever happens. Like, hard times will always come, you know. But it's whether you decide to um, overcome those, like, hard times or like you just will give up on them so it's like an attitude thing yeah so what my advice would be like just keep going like never give up on whatever if whether it's a dream whether it's like an issue family issues or whatever just keep going and like um try to accomplish accomplish whatever you you're like pursuing Mm -hmm. so whatever that might be whether it's like soccer or like school or any other thing mm-hmm. arts or I don't, I don't know just just like just pursue what you want to do and never give up and also the most powerful thing is like to trust god mm. yeah and that's what i did like mm. if i didn't trust god on like on what i was going through i don't think i would i would have been here now mm. i would have been somewhere else mm. yeah but because i trusted god on every single step i took that's why He got me through everything. Mm.